Good morning, and welcome to the Mega Ellison Show. I'm so glad that you decided to tune in. It's live. It's me. I'm back. It was uh, a, a rough couple of days, but I'm back in the uh, saddle, so to speak. Delighted to have joining me. First thing this morning, my friend Eric Hovde. I got to know Eric, oh gosh, years ago uh, when during the whole Tea Party movement, and we were chatting off air, and honestly, I cannot believe how much time has passed. How about you, Eric? I am just amazed at, I mean, when you were here in Wausau, it seems like it was just a few years ago. You know, good morning, Meg. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, it's, it's uh, one scary thing as you start moving through life is just how fast it goes. And you got to grab and embrace every day and make the most out of every day and be thankful uh, that you're here on planet Earth and that the sky is blue and hopefully blue and, you know, the sun is out and and you're living life uh, because it goes fast. Yeah, it most certainly does. Well, let's let's start by introducing you to uh, our listeners here on WSAU about who is Eric Hovde and and how you came about deciding to run for office. I know you are a successful businessman and have family here in Wisconsin, grew up in Wisconsin, but just talk a little bit about your experience and uh, what made you decide to, well, to challenge Tammy Baldwin. Yeah, well, I'm a fourth-generation Wisconsinite. Uh, our heritage comes from Norway. I'm uh, born in the uh, Madison area, Uh Went to University of Wisconsin, graduated there back in 1986, so I'm a proud Badger. Um, I'm kind of your serial entrepreneur. Uh, I started my first uh, business in my 20s uh, and then started a second and a third one by the time I hit 30 and then uh, started um, investing in and turning around community banks, troubled community banks. And uh, banking has been one of my main businesses. I also, uh, a family real estate business that kind of had gotten very small because uh, my father went and served in President Reagan's administration um, and uh, kind of went by the wayside. Me and my brother started to rebuild that. So we have a real estate development company in southern Wisconsin that develops apartments. Uh, we've got a big project down in Racine right now. Uh, getting another project going in in Janesville, uh, own properties in Dane County area. So I, I guess I, as I like to say, I'm your classic entrepreneur. I've been involved in multiple different companies. Um, as I said, I'm uh, married. I have uh, two children, two daughters, uh, and three granddaughters. My oldest daughter has given us a five, four, and uh, eight month old, uh, and my youngest daughter, uh, she's living in Austin, Texas, doing commercial real estate, and, you know, she's enjoying life. So I'm a very fortunate uh, man uh, and, and been blessed. Um, as it pertains to why I made this decision, probably like of most of your listeners, over the last three and a half years, I, I wake up every day just in utter disbelief of what's happening to my uh, country. I, I often feel like I've woken up in an episode, a bad episode of the Twilight Zone, where what is right is wrong and what is wrong is right. I say that all and, the time, Eric. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I love my country. Uh, I grew up very patriotic. I've, I've traveled all over the world. I have a foundation that rescues uh, 
children out of, uh, you know, the streets, sex trafficking, a home in Africa that rescues children out of slavery. Uh, and I see and have been all over the world. And I, I, I know how difficult and rough most of the rest of the world can be. And I just am so thankful for this wonderful country that our founding fathers gave us. And we can't let it, you know, slip away. And I see this American dream that brought my ancestors and all your ancestors that are listening, yours, Meg, to this wonderful country, and we can't let it go. And so I, I finally got so tired of yelling at the television <laughs> set and all the rest. I said, you know, this has to change. So I decided to get into uh, the Senate race. So I know that you have a, a, a few other challengers in the primary. Why Eric Hovde over, I think there may be I don't know, three or four others that have uh, declared their candidacy. Why Why you as opposed to them? Well, because I think I bring a, a much greater wealth of experience, uh, not only from a business standpoint of all the different companies. Look, I've employed uh, and created thousands of good-paying jobs. I've had to buy health insurance for, you know, hundreds of thousands of employees. I've I, understand how our modern financial economy works um, and the implications of what we're doing. I mean, we've racked up more debt in the last three and a half years than we did in our country's first 230 years. As a result of that, the Federal Reserve has had to print an enormous amount of money, which has caused a bout of inflation. And I understand the interlinkage of all these uh, issues. Uh, Second issue is you know, I, I ran once before against Tommy Thompson, Mark Newman, Jeff Fitzgerald, a very difficult primary, came close, almost beat Tommy, but I, I learned a lot in that process. So I understand how to run a campaign and uh, all the pieces that come together in it to, to make a successful campaign. So, um, and, and lastly, I've spent a, a fair amount of time giving public speeches and my own world being on media. You know, I used to get hosts, walk box on CNBC in the morning back in the OOs when I was warning about the housing bubble and then once it imploded, talking about how to fix it. So I think all the different skill sets uh, are suited for, um, you know, a a Senate run. I think the uh, left is already fearing a battle between you and Tammy Baldwin. I, uh, they, of course, have mischaracterized your foundation. Can you talk a little bit about the Hovde Foundation and why you founded it to begin with? Yeah, well, look, I, I'm a Christian, and I believe too who much has uh, been given, much is expected. So where a man's heart goes, so goes his treasure. Um, I always take employees every year around the world, 10 to 12 employees, all paid for by me to do uh, charitable trips. And I started the first one uh, to go help rebuild Kosovo after the war. And on the way, I stopped at, in Bucharest because I heard the, the plight of all these uh, about the street children in Bucharest. And what I saw abhorred me, uh, you know, them living in the sewer systems. Uh, they were trafficked uh, sexually. Um, it's it, it just total abuse, filthy blue addicts to suppress their hunger and their emotions. 
And I said, you know, all the maladies of the world are falling on innocent children that did nothing. So I decided to start, uh, you know, I started my foundation prior to that to fund medical research in multiple sclerosis. I have MS. Um, fortunately, not on wood. I've lived a super healthy life and I've, you know, had to take medications, but I'm, you know, very healthy, but, you know, had rough times with that. Uh, no question back in my 30s and early 40s at times. But um, I decided that I wanted to try to start rescuing children. So I've built nine homes around the world. And uh, as I said, some are, you know, children who have been abandoned to the street where we provide food, shelter, clothing, skills, training. But as I like to say, the most important thing is love, because that's what the human soul needs the most is to be loved. We all want to love and be loved. So it's amazing you can take these kids that are just absolutely filthy, uh, you know, the the trauma that they've experienced, uh, and, you know, you bring them in, you, you clean them up, all the rest. But once you start giving them love, you can see the turn and, and the, the smiles on their face and all the rest. So, yeah, we have nine around the, the world. One is focused on rescuing kids sold into slavery in Africa. There's still a lot of modern-day slavery in places like Africa, India, and China. Uh, several of them uh, are focused a lot on uh, kids that have been sexually trafficked. Um, so it, it's a big part of, you know, my life. So talk to the listeners that may not be solid conservative Republicans. God forbid there are some listening that um, uh, what should they know about Eric Hovde and how you would represent them as opposed to the lack of leadership that we've seen over the course of the last several years from Tammy Baldwin? Oh, well, look, Senator Baldwin she has been a career politician from the day she's graduated college. I mean, she's literally been in politics for 37 years. She's been in D.C. for 25 years. She's never, uh, you know, hired an employee. She's never even operated in the private sector. She doesn't understand how the economy works at all. And if she's part of that, you know, career politicians that all they care about is getting reelected and, taking special interest money uh, to advance her reelection. Look, I'm a conservative. I believe in our free market system. I believe in limited government because the more you centralize government, uh, the, the less rights and freedoms people have and, and the more they take from your hard-earned paycheck. Um, so I believe in personal responsibility. Um, I, I believe in trying to give a hand up instead of a handout. Um, and as I said, you know, I think I can bring a lot of economic competency. You know, Senator Baldwin doesn't understand. Most career politicians have no clue how an economy works, much less is our, you know, modern financialized economy. So uh, th- there's such stark differences across the board. And, you know, look, as I I said in my campaign announcement, I'm not going to take any special interest money. I don't need anybody's money. I can't be bought. Where, you know, Tammy Baldwin gets all her money from the big tech industry, from Wall Street, 
uh, hangs out in L.A. with Jane Fonda and all the big Hollywood liberals. And, you know, so we are two just stark differences between Senator Baldwin and me. Okay, so last question has to do with, I mean, there are significant problems in our country today. What would you identify as probably the number one issue that you want to attack when you are elected to the United States Senate? You're going to have to give me three. All right. And I'll make them fast. Okay, that's okay. Take your time. Uh, the, the, the economy, we're racking up so much debt, and we don't understand. We're, we're going to have bouts and bouts of inflation because when you have the amount of debt we have now where the interest cost on our debt is now the second biggest expenditure in our federal government uh, above the Defense Department just right under Social Security, and it's going to get worse and worse. The Federal Reserve will have to print more and more money, which will end up uh, driving inflation, which is just lowering the standard of living of every American. So that's one. Shutting down our borders. They have created a humanitarian crisis uh, for everybody involved. We don't have the housing. We don't have the medical infrastructure in this country to handle uh, our own citizens, much less the 9 to 12 million that's the estimates, migrants that have poured over. We have 100,000 young people in our country dying every single year to uh, fentanyl overdoses, and that fentanyl pours over the southern border. Uh, and, and we don't know a lot of these people that are coming over the southern border, and some of them don't uh, you know, mean on us well. I mean, we're at great risk for another significant terrorist incident. And, 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 and the damage that these people that are coming, a lot of them lose their lives. They've lost 100,000 children. I can tell you many of them have probably been captured and sold into the sex trade. So Joe Biden and Tammy Baldwin have created a humanitarian crisis uh, on our southern border, and it was totally self-created by them. Uh, and then lastly, I want to try to bring our country together. This politics of just dividing people, calling people names, you know, calling half of Americans deplorables because you didn't uh, vote for them. We just, this needs to end. We need to come together. We have major challenges in our country. China is moving aggressively uh, to supplant us. We've got to come together as Americans. And as I said, you know, we got to stop putting on the red jersey or the blue jersey. We got to put on the red, white, and blue jersey come together as Americans and, and take on the real challenges we have before us. So as I say often to my listeners, candidates matter, primary candidates matter. And so let me be the first radio host in Wisconsin to say, I endorse Eric Hovde for United States Senate. All the best to you. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. You are welcome back anytime to share the progress on your campaign and I wish you a wonderful day. Say hello to your wife for me, and hope you have a great day. Thank you so much, Meg. I'm so honored, and I wish everybody has a wonderful day. God bless you all. Thanks, Eric. We'll talk again soon. Have a great day. Going to a break. I'll be right back on the Meg Ellison Show on WSAU. 